Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Bogey Wojo, 97-1 here at Little Caesars Arena. Red Wings back in action tonight. We'll get to that coverage coming up at 710. But we need to jump right in here. On the Detroit Pistons, okay? And by, and by the way, yes, we know there were tons of black quarterbacks drafted number one overall, including Jamarcus Russell. So you can Yes, you made you an unbelievably texting. awkward assumption well, right there. Well, was the texter, not me, not me. All right, uh-huh. go, Let go. me guess. You also believe that go. Dwayne Haskins is a running quarterback. No, not um, me. Not me at all. We'll get to that coming up at 632. No, <laughs> the Pistons have won three in a row. They're back over the 500 mark, 32 and 31. They're tied for sixth right now in the Eastern Conference playoff picture, and there is this this energy. You know, last night I think, uh, you know, I mentioned that there is, like Pistons fans are kind of at war with one another right now in, like, should you get excited? Can you get excited? Are they a contender? Will they lose? What are they going to do? There's so many different questions and back and forth, and I do think people are struggling to figure out how to handle what is happening right now. So, and by people, you mean you. Because I don't think people are struggling. I think they are. I don't. I think they've decided, as they should, that once the trade, line came in, trade deadline came and went, they might as well ride this out and see what happens. And last night, when they smashed the Timberwolves, we were both there. The atmosphere was pretty damn good when Drummond and uh, what Gibson got into it and got a little heated and emotional. Well, that was stupid. It was good. I, I don't need any part of that. And, and it's funny, too, because... Everyone was watching Andre Drummond and him needing to be restrained and, oh, my gosh, he's so angry and blah, blah, blah. My vision peered over toward the Pistons bench, and what you had over there was Blake Griffin standing up on the sideline and getting Andre Drummond's attention from across the court and literally, like, using his fingers and pointing towards his head, like, use your head, calm down, okay, relax, this isn't going to help, you need to settle down. Immediately during the review, Drummond goes over to the bench. Blake Griffin pulls him aside. And if you heard in the postgame, uh, the other part of the postgame on FSD last night, you, you heard you know, Drummond say, hey, you need to go out there and hit these free throws because that can be detrimental to the T-Wolves trying to come back. I think the Pistons were up 11 at that point when Taj Gibbon, Gibson got ejected. But the biggest takeaway for me last night was Blake Griffin's leadership because I did see in that moment – how he's been able to kind of corral Andre Drummond. It's pretty evident Andre Drummond was not ready to be a leader of this team and to take this team to right. a different height, and right? And touted this yesterday, and it came true yesterday. Absolutely. Blake Griffin also went out there and scored nine points, and the Pistons blew the doors off the Minnesota Timberwolves, okay? You also had late first quarter, early second quarter, late third, early fourth, the second unit led by Luke Kennard, Ish Smith, even Glenn Robinson III, who hasn't played really much in a while, all of those guys leading the charge for the Pistons. So it has shifted from being Blake needs to go score 40 to Blake is instilling this confidence and attitude and leadership in these guys to get them to raise 
their level of play. I think that is very real. And I'm with you. We were sitting next to each other at the game last night. There was a different type of energy that came at Little Caesars Arena. It was very much a, that is our team. And that the, is Detroit right and the there. the players talked after the game more and more about, listen, we still have to prove it to people, but we notice there's a few more people in the lower bowl. We notice some of those spots are filling in, and that's And great. ticket sales have it's, increased a little bit yeah. from uh, what I understand as well. And that's all it takes is no one saying flood. They're 32 and 31 now. Flood the ticket box. They're going to win. Well, these. that's what some people all want that. to say and want us to believe. Well, but, yes, not, go not, on. Not people. Not the average fan. The average fan is not conflicted, I don't think, okay. at all. Not anymore. Okay, then they help settle then, this. but not now. Then help settle this. What is real and what is fake about the Detroit Pistons right now? The phone number is 248-539-9797. Ticket text, of course, is at 97136. Because, again, for me, what's real, Blake Griffin has absolutely taken the reins of this team and this franchise, and he's making guys play the best basketball of their career. There is a flow to it. There is you know, a different type of intensity, I think, on both ends of the floor to it. I think that's very real. Okay, you can't deny that they're playing very well at this point. I would also say what's very real, they're in the playoffs. But yeah. the other sobering things that I think you, you point the two to two obvious ones, yes. Well, I I don't know that it's that obvious. I mean, it's pretty incredible it's what they've been obvious. able to do. We talked about it all day yesterday, all last night on the show. That's exactly what we said. Blake Griffin has taken over and instilled them in their and they are a playoff team. Okay, the sobering reminders here then are the Pistons are still not a contender in the Eastern Conference. I think that's very real. Mm-hmm. I don't view them as a top-four team. I also think what is real is they're not going to be winning a first-round playoff series. So those would be, like really especially that second one, if they challenge for a first-round series win or something like that, that would open my eyes, and I'd be more willing to say that you know they, they, they proved us wrong or they did something that we didn't expect. But I want to give you this stat. Okay. And the phone number is 248-539-9797. I want you to answer the question Data. as well after I give this out, okay? Mm-hmm. Another thing that is very real about the Pistons and why I am skeptical, not just, not just to be negative to be negative, oh boy, but literally these are facts, okay? The Pistons are 32 and 31. My quick mm-hmm. math, that's 63 regular season games, right? I went back and looked at the schedule. The Pistons are 12 and 20 against current playoff teams, teams that are in the top eight in the East or the top eight in the West right now, okay? 12 and 20, not very good. They are 20 and 11 against non-playoff teams. That's very good. So the thing that you can point to is they are beating up on the teams that they should, and there are a lot of bad teams in the NBA, Mm -hmm. especially in the Eastern Conference. We've documented that. And when they have to try and stack up against the teams that they will see in the playoffs, they have routinely fallen well short well no that's real but it's also not a revelation i would contend and don't do it now because you'll waste time i would contend if you went through most of the 500 and near 500 teams in the league they would have the exact same splits almost exactly the same that's just how it that's what a 500 team is well that okay but that's the problem that's why i'm not going to sit here and buy what everyone is trying to sell that they have a shot or they're really good or this is everyone just say what you mean well, no, you get a, a lot of different people on Twitter yeah. trying to say, oh, man, aren't you seeing this? You know, aren't you buying in? No, uh, they're, they're, what you're, you are talking about FSD, right? Not specifically. Oh, There's no, plenty of media they're, they're members de- that are saying the same thing. No, but it's not, fine. Not that they're legitimate contenders or not that 
buy in. They're going to go. The only thing I, th- the main thing I see people saying is, this is getting kind of interesting because they are improving. They are going to make the playoffs. This might be fun to see what unfolds. In no way, shape, or form do I think anyone legitimately is picking them to win a series or two. If that's the case, then why sell this? Why sell this hope? Why act like they're a better team than they are if they don't have a shot to win a first-round playoff series? What are you supposed to sell? What are you supposed to Well, you're not supposed to sell anything. You just report what's going on, right? Well, no. When you're talking about fans on Twitter, what, what are they supposed to say? Well, I'm watching the team, but they're 500. Um, uh, I don't think they'll do anything, but I'll watch them anyhow. I mean, no, people get caught up, get swept up in things. There's nothing wrong with getting swept up in it. No, I wouldn't get swept out of, up in it and be rah, rah, and, like, everybody should get behind it. And that's what well, I think. Well, that's the thing. That's that, what I think you think you're hearing, and maybe you are hearing that oh, 100%. in some cases. Absolutely. But if you're not on board, everybody. if you're not all excited, you're negative. No, that's not the case. There are numbers that back it up. If Plus, if you're so confident and you're so positive about everything, then fine. Tell me they're winning a series in the first round. Tell me they're going to make noise. Tell me this is going to continue. And pr- please, try to fight the fact that they're eight games under 500 against playoff teams. I think people are just going on in the last, what is it, 13 games, yeah. 14 games. They've been different and interesting and fun. That's it. Nobody's saying... You know, no one's even saying, why didn't they play like this at the start of the year? Um, because, no, they did. Well, they did when the schedule was okay, a little bit softer, in middle, 13 when, and 7. When the season hung in the balance and the trade deadline hung yeah, in the balance. For two months, they, they basically didn't, didn't they do didn't anything. They play this way because they're not as good as those other teams. Who thinks they're as good as See, the but, other but, ones? But that's, that's the thing. Then why sit here and, again, be hopeful of anything when they're a 500 basketball team? That, like, that, that's the thing that bothers me the most. You know, and I, I grew up a Pistons fan. I've been here my entire life. I love the going-to-work Pistons. I told you, I paid money to go to the Palace in 2016 to see one of those games against the Cavaliers when they got back to the playoffs, okay? It's going to take a lot to get me back. It absolutely will. But I can't sit here and say that this stretch suddenly means that they could be dangerous okay, in the playoffs. Okay, Mr. Advice, man, then, then what, how would you suggest a Piston fan view this? What, what should he say? If he wants to come down to Little Caesars Arena and see them play a game, what should they feel? Watch, enjoy, be entertained for two hours, but let's not turn this into something more than it is. Can they cheer? Can I don't they, care. Can fans they cheer are, really loudly? Fans, okay, not, can fans they jump fans up and down for a reason. and go crazy? Fans are fans for a reason. Of course they're going right. to do that. Right, so they, they, of course, can get irrational at times, like, Oh, you win whatever it is, 10 out of 13, you start to think, oh, maybe they can win of 11 on, they have two games against you, and then it'll be 12 out of 15, oh. I mean, there's nothing wrong with thinking that way. I think, I think you're thinking of other people outside the fandom. I think that's who you're thinking about. I disagree. And you can say. Because oh, I felt this way prior to whatever happened last night. What happened last night? I don't know what you're talking about. 248-539-9797. Ticket text is at 97136. The positive narrative was pushed once again. And it's just, it's a little bit embarrassing. That's all. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 